Search Engine Marketing Formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. I'm Susan, here with Virginia and Scott Polk. Hello, everybody. Hi. You can catch SEM Synergy every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. You can also download it anytime from Webmaster Radio's Search Engine Optimization Channel or stream it on SEMSynergy.com. Our guest today is Sage Lewis, who will be speaking at SES Chicago on the panel Maps. They're not just for driving anymore. Virginia got a chance to talk to him about that topic, along with social media, Yahoo, and other topics. But before that, we want to take a look at the takeaways from last week's big event, which was PubCon. Scott and I are both there, so we thought we'd talk a little bit about the event and what happened and all the big points that you need to know. Right. And um, the newsletter, which came out on Monday... um, had a great article by Susan about her takeaways and and the the themes of the show, but I didn't hear a lot about what happened like outside of the session room. So what was it like um, in the exhibition hall, Scott? Well, PubCon itself is pretty much a speakers conference, um, so most of the people that attend really do attend sessions and um, participate in them. Uh, I know the sessions were also really back to back, so the. Floor in itself was actually slow, but the traffic that came through was extremely high quality. Yeah, that was... People were really engaging. Yeah, that was definitely something I noticed about the sessions was, I mean, there was literally no time between the sessions, maybe five minutes for a couple of them, but in most cases it was, it ended at 2.30 and the next one started at 2.30, which was kind of a pain when I had to sprint from one room to the... Yeah. I mean, even not, I mean, live blogging is another whole beast and, but... Just as a regular attendee, I can't imagine that would be very... Well, you kind of got to pick and choose, but uh, Brett had so many sessions going. I mean, and a lot of them were really good quality that you were running, mm-hmm. pretty much running from uh, Salon A to Salon F and yeah. back and forth. I mean, if you were just interested in one track and you could walk in at the beginning of the day, sit down and just stay there through the day, not a problem. Was it like that in the past? Um, well, I mean, th- I don't know that... Th- the thing to me was that a lot of the attendees were first-time attendees. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how many of them were going to be like, the only thing I'm interested in is domain issues. The only thing I'm interested in is link building. You know, they're going to want a wider breadth. So I'm not really sure that having the sessions that close together was good for them, let alone, you know, good for a live blogger who has to right. lug around a computer while she's while she's trying to get between sessions. Right. Which Very is happily, a, you might add, right? Delightedly. Delightedly. <laughs> we can see it on the blog, too. It's like, thank God the day is over. My fingers are burning. <laughs> I think you even crapped out once and had uh, Kate do that for you. Yeah, I, I got a headache towards the end of a session, and I just couldn't I couldn't live blog anymore. Like, I, I literally couldn't focus on what I was doing enough because my head was hurting so badly. Kate Morris was sitting right behind me, and so I said, you know, hey, Kate. You know, I actually Twittered her, even though she was sitting right behind me. <laughs> hey, Kate, take over. <laughs> um not everyone is cut out for live blogging. <laughs> no, and it's interesting because one of the discussions that came up was what's the value of live blogging, you know, following 
PubCon, people are like, oh, this is just inaccurate reporting. During PubCon. Right. Thanks. During <laughs> PubCon, which is very encouraging, I'm sure. Um, it, it was, but, you know, I think Lisa um, on on uh, the We Build Pages blog, I think she made a really excellent point that you can't let that kind of thing, you know, really shake you. She, she had a job to do. I had a job to do. And it was just sort of like, you know what? This sucks. This is going on right now while we're trying to work. But we've got work to do. You know, right. shut down, focus, move on. Right. And, and you know, I think that people that aren't able to attend the show have to be thankful that they have some access. Yeah. We're kind of wandering from topic here, Sorry. though. <laughs> I mean, I, I right. would happily defend live blogging all day long, but um, we're kind of wandering because there were a lot of good points, I mean, that came up during the show. Well, Twitter has pretty much changed everything now, hasn't it? Twitter has changed everything. That was, you know, what I asked. It was funny. I got back from PubCon and I said to everyone, I asked Twitter, what do you think the big takeaway from PubCon was? And one of the responses was, link building is now social media, right? That's that's how you do link building now. You do social media. It's just, they've almost become synonymous. And really, beyond that, Twitter has become incredibly important in, what, a year? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I even had even both of the sessions that I was speaking on um, had Kate Morris and Brent Payne and even my old ex-boss down there Twittering at me the entire time I was on it. It can get a little distracting as well, but, um, it, it, you know, it's it's interesting to see the feedback. But then again, I was also tweeting the entire time from when other people <laughs> were speaking. Tony, and I had, Tony Adam and I had a little uh, rapport going back and forth with uh, what we were talking about as well. Him and his drive-bys. Yeah, those were, um, I mean, I, Twitter is Twitter is huge. If you're not engaging on Twitter, I think you're missing an enormous opportunity. And in, and I really, I think you're, you're doing yourself a disservice because people are talking, and if you're not listening... It's an incredibly great networking tool. Most people that came to PubCon, um, this PubCon, I'm not going to say most, but a lot of people that came to PubCon this time had never been to a conference before. Yeah. But they knew a lot of people on Twitter. Yeah. Just from Twitter. And the main reason that they actually showed up at PubCon, Brett, was because that they're, they were on Twitter. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was... Twitter was huge. The Zappos party, which turned into a huge thing at... at uh, Wasted time? Oh. Wasted time? Wasted space? I don't wasted know. Wasted space. The hard, hard Rock Hotel. Just um, there a lot of wasted people. Well, <laughs> but it was, it, it was publicized exclusively through Twitter. Mm-hmm. That's it. There was no other way of putting it out. Nobody did a blog post, anything like that. It was exclusively through Twitter. You had to find out where it was, how to get in, you know, when it was. And it was packed to the gills. It was less busy in there after all of the industry people left and the regular people came in. Well, I won't. I will say one thing Brett uh, did that was really good is right in front of the registration booth, they had the, uh, the large monitor up there with the active Twitter for the PubCon hash. Yeah, yeah. Mm, that was cool. That was very cool, and it was updating all the time, and you could see how people were talking about it. Mm-hmm. PubCon, the PubCon hash actually knocked. Um, it was number one. It was yeah, it was number one on the front on the front page of you know popular topics for Twitter. That's amazing. It means that many people were using it. Yeah, but I mean that was a big message. Engagement objects were a huge message. Bruce, living, of course, like scared knocked the living everybody. heck out of everybody. Bruce scared everyone just by walking in first day and saying traffic is dead. Or ranking, ranking is dead. It's got to be traffic. It's all about traffic. <laughs> Rankings are dead, and if you don't have engagement objects, you're going to lose. Yeah. Remember Florida. Yeah, remember Florida. This is Florida. Watch watch it first quarter, because... It'll happen. <laughs> Scary. 
like really just scared everybody to death. Check out the blog um, if you haven't already. It's time for us to take a break, but stick around because in the next session, I'll be talking to Sage Lewis, founder of SageRock.com and a speaker at the upcoming SES Chicago. More SEM Synergy is on the way. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Oh, wise master, I've climbed up this mountain to seek your wisdom. Yes, how can I help you, my son? I've traveled far to ask why my business isn't growing. You are on top of this mountain when you should be on topnichenetworks.com. But I need answers. You should be on topnichenetworks.com. Specializing in direct marketing and lead generation as well as list management, topnichenetworks.com has exclusives and leading payouts. They welcome new affiliates with hot offers. We don't seem to get the results we need at a price we can afford. Topnichenetworks.com will work on a performance-only basis, so you only pay for results. TopNicheNetworks.com has the answers that you've been seeking for making your business a success on a performance-only basis. And that's a good thing, because my butt's falling asleep. How do you choose the right affiliate network to partner with? The answer is simple. MarketHealth.com, where health and wealth connect. Established in 1998 and formerly known as Joe Bucks, the MarketHealth.com affiliate network allows you to market and promote the world's leading health and beauty offers on the net. Start making recurring income and the highest payouts in our industry. Choose from over 50 of the hottest selling offers, ranging from herbal supplements, skincare, vitamins, beauty products, weight loss, and much more. Sign up for free at MarketHealth.com and start making money today. Hey, what's that sound coming from your computer? That's the sound of me making money with ReferBack.com. They've shown me how to... ReferBack.com showed me how to turn clicks on my existing site into cash. ReferBack gives you free banners, mailers, even your own personal account manager. Oh, can they help me make money off my blog, too? Absolutely. Your websites, your blogs, they can all be making you money. You can even earn 50% commission on your first month. Put some into your website. Just visit ReferBack.com. Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. Stay ahead of the trends with Affiliate Marketing Insider. Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. This is Virginia here with Sage Lewis, founder and president of the internet marketing company SageRock.com. Thanks for coming on the show, Sage. Hey, thanks so much for having me, Virginia. It's great to be here. Great. In December, you're going to be speaking on a panel at SES Chicago. Uh, you're going to be speaking at the maps. They're not just for driving anymore. And That's exactly uh, right. I was reading the description. It said something like, uh, maps used to be interesting to look at, but now you can actually make money using them. Um, how can businesses make money from maps? Yeah, well, you know what? This is actually a very interesting topic uh, right at this point in time because there's been in the news, the Google Local Business Center, um, there has been some talk of the ability for people to actually hijack your listings uh, in the local business center, which ultimately plays out into uh, 
the, the Google Maps application. And that is, that is a, a significant hole. And um, uh, some of the reports have indicated that people have lost upwards of 30% of business from these kinds of hijackings. And so these, these maps, the, the, your, your business locations on these maps are maybe without you even knowing it are very likely generating a possibly significant amount of business for you. And so you really want to understand this, this whole map environment and understand the potential and, and possibly the, the actual amount of business that, that these maps are giving to you because it could be significant. So just uh, as a word of, of advice, um, if you've never been to, for example, the local business center of Google, I highly suggest you uh, go there. You just can type in local business center in Google and it'll take you there and claim your business on, in the local business center. That does... Um, get updated on the Maps uh, application of, of Google. Not doing this, not um, claiming your business in the local business center means at this point in time that anybody could, could, could modify your business listing there. And once you claim that listing, then it's yours and nobody else can modify it. So it's really an interesting, important topic these days and is... is you know, can be a significant uh, income uh, stream for you. So this is, I mean, um, your local business traffic coming from the local business center is an important thing to keep track of because otherwise you probably wouldn't know that you're losing any business. Like in the case of these businesses you're talking about who are being hijacked on Yahoo. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, A lot of times I find that people are completely unaware of uh, what is a significant um, revenue source. I was reminded of a client that we had uh, a couple of years ago that had never done any statistical analysis on their website. And when we put a statistical tracking on their website, they found that their number two most sought-after page was their Hispanic-speaking page. And that was uh, completely eye-opening to them because they had no idea how important their Spanish-speaking audience was for their business. And so you really do want to understand where your traffic is coming from and and how these kinds of applications like the map applications are are affecting your business because if especially if you're a local business they could be having profound effects on your business and you wouldn't even possibly know it yeah that's kind of scary um <laughs> so speaking of yahoo um i'm sure you've been following the back and forth uh, deals with Microsoft, now the Department of Justice's review of the Google Yahoo advertising deal, and then, of course, there's Yahoo's really disappointing third quarter results. Where do you see the future of Yahoo going? Yeah, well, in short, my my gut instinct of Yahoo in its current form is just not good. I just don't see... Um, I don't see the, the, the innovation uh, that, that uh, say... Google certainly, or even even uh, Microsoft is is putting out. I I just I sense um, some some fear and trepidation with them. We did get a report that their 
uh, their traffic was up a little bit uh, in the past month, and and Google and MSN were down a touch. But these were you know uh, a few tenths of a percent changes. Uh, so that is good news in short. But as you mentioned, the third quarter results of Yahoo were uh, were pretty brutal, and um, and that that is interesting because. Google, through these these times of uh, turmoil in the financial world, are, is is doing fairly well, and the fact that Yahoo isn't is kind of, uh, I think, telling potentially. What do you think it would take for Yahoo to really get back into the the place that, or the a positive kind of upswing? Yeah. Well, you know the um, I think the secret to uh, Google's success is the unbridled innovation that is at the core of their culture. And so often, these kinds of hang-ups, these hurdles at businesses are cultural hurdles. And I, I, my, my instinct is that there is a, a lack of daring and courage and and an embracing of those those attributes at at Yahoo and and in fact I I'm seeing that more and more through live the, the things that 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 MSN is doing with live.com and um, the help forums that are coming out there you know their their key phrase research tool that is an, uh, a plug-in to Excel is truly astounding and and that that kind of innovation I'm seeing. Uh, more and more at at Microsoft for their their search uh, uh, suite, and so I, my my instinct is that that is going to become a a bigger um, a risk or or a serious competitor for Yahoo. Even though Yahoo currently is the the number two most used search engine, I I really don't see that in their current state that they're going to maintain that. I I feel that MSN or Microsoft will overtake that uh, eventually. It will definitely be interesting to see. Um, yeah. I'm going to switch topics here a little bit um, because our listeners may know you from webmarketingwatch.com and you post videos there about industry news topics, tools, conferences, and other things. Um, when did you start doing the videos? Well, um, I did a few videos at the end of 2006 and... Um, and in fact, they were uh, they were very extremely raw. My videos to this day are not uh, certainly uh, videographic works of art by any stretch of the imagination. But these were some especially raw videos. Um, and but then I just had the the idea and the understanding at at that point that this was where this was all headed. Um, that video was where the web was was going, and it's it's just the natural evolution. We we are we are people that love video, and so I made the commitment on January first of two thousand seven to do a video a day. And that throughout two thousand seven, I I put out a web marketing video five days a week all year long, um, and then I carried that through um, in partially into 2008, but then I changed the platform a little bit and because there was a lot of other really great web marketing video coming out, and so now I'm incorporating those videos, and so I'm now doing about, I'd say about three videos roughly a week, and um, 
and so and, and and then incorporating other people's videos as well and you know this you you of course you have the these big massive uh, uh repositories of video like youtube and google video but now we're seeing uh, video search engines come on the scene, and and now one of my new favorite things is Hulu H U L U dot com. That oh, yeah, is a, a play. Yeah, yeah. I just it's amazing, and and that could be a completely disruptive technology to the to the cable and satellite arena if they continue to get all of this 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 content that they're getting. It's a it's an, a, a great resource for all sorts of. Uh, um, video. I watched last night's uh, daily show at work today through Hulu. Hulu, because it was you know it's just it's there and it's it's very very convenient. Yeah. Well, um, so. definitely uh, want to tell our listeners to check out webmarketingwatch.com and also you've got a blog on sagerock.com because um, yeah. you've got a lot of really um, forward thinking um, videos up there. You're talking about. A lot of change, seeing where the industry is going. And then, of course, you're going to be speaking at SES Chicago coming up as well. So thank you very much for coming on the show, Sage. Oh, Virginia, it's my absolute pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. All right. Stick around. In the next segment, we're going to uh, take another look at maps and how to get a local listing in them. SEM Synergy will be right back. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Geez, another year with no refund from the IRS. I got a nice chunk of change this year. I'm buying a new car and I'm going to Fiji. How in the world did you do that? I got in on TaxBrain.com's affiliate program. And it's easy to make big money during tax season just by bringing them other people paying their taxes. TaxBrain.com? How does that work? With TaxBrain.com's affiliate program, I command a huge payday with their nitro payouts because I get paid for leads as well as sales. That sounds easy. How do you do it? They give me all the tools it takes, like dedicated publisher support, analytics capabilities, custom tracking and creative services, and so much more that I need to make money the easy way. Wow. With 140 million households paying taxes every year, I bet there's no shortage of business all season long. Now you got the idea. Make money off the tax man. How do I find out more? Visit TaxBrain.com forward slash affiliates to find out more. TaxBrain.com, America's online tax service. Welcome to Madame Natalia's. You've come to have your future told, no? Yeah, you see, I'm looking for the right life insurance affiliate program, and I have... Say no more. I see you working with AccuQuote. AccuQuote? Yes, AccuQuote. They are the nation's premier life insurance brokerage. Go on. AccuQuote will create custom creatives for you to optimize your eCPM and... They will offer you the highest payout for this offer anywhere. So when's all this going to happen? As soon as you visit AccuQuote.com. For life insurance, visit AccuQuote.com. SEOSeek.com is your one-stop site for everything SEO. From search engine marketing to pay-per-click management, SEOSeek.com delivers high-quality SEO services at affordable prices. SEOSeek.com can help you with SEO analysis, monthly reports, title and meta tag optimization, email support, and so much more. Want to keep your SEO in-house? Let our professional trainers teach SEO to your staff. Get a free quote and a free competitive analysis today at SEOSeek.com. Jim Hedger and Dave Davies bring you the experts and the information so that you can further explore the web marketing world. 
Webcology. Thursdays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Search Engine Marketing Formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on WebmasterRadio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. Virginia here with Susan and Scott. And in the last segment, you heard me talking to Sage Lewis. Sage is going to be speaking on the maps. They're not just for driving anymore panel at SES Chicago in December. And so we wanted to take a look at maps listings and how to get your business listed in the various map services. Yeah, I think this is obviously a huge thing. Um, when we were you know, trying to talk about what we wanted to get in this session or in this section of the uh, show, you know, we were kind of tossing about, you know, how do you get into local and whatever. And to me, the biggest point is that with mobile, if you're not on the mapping services, I mean, that's oh, abso- the ball game. Absolutely. <laughs> not even to discount mobile necessarily, but if you want to be listed in the future in organic with geotargeting yeah. and local specific queries, or when Google, Yahoo, or MSN consider a query to be locally specific, you need to be there as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like I said, for me, the mobile thing is a huge thing because I can't even tell you how often I'm in my car with my BlackBerry frantically using the Google app, even though it tells you not to do that while driving, <laughs> uh, to try and find something. You know, where am I? Because it, it nicely geolocates for you. <laughs> and how do I get there from here? All the time. And sometimes all I have is the business name. And if they're not going to show up, you know, when I say, you know, X Theater Hollywood... Would that be considered a fail? Fail. Epic fail. <laughs> if I can't get where I'm going, it's an epic fail on their part. <laughs> Even apart from mo- mobile, though, you know, um, I go to, to Maps all the time, you know, from home if you're looking for your businesses. And, and one of the tricky things is if you um, if you don't have, like, a physical address. Like, what if you're a plumber and you work out of your car? Right. So, you know, that's like a special... Yeah, what's your home base? And, yeah. And how do you define where your territory is based on that? Which is That's that's when you use your, your home address, your kid's address, your neighbor's address. <laughs> right. Show oh, wait, everywhere. I'm sorry, I'm not advocating spamming. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, just, I'll actually use, that's a really good point for at home. The Looking it up, I'll decide on where I'm going based on where they're located. Not just how convenient it is, but how willing I am to go there. In a lot of cases, because li- where I live is much closer to the valley than to coming out here where we work, mm-hmm. right? It's like five miles to there. It's 12 miles over to here. But I'll come here because it seems like it's far to go into the valley. <laughs> and it's often not as nice a neighborhood. So I'll look at it. I'll be like, where, do they li- where are they? Is this a place that I'm willing to go? And so if you've got a nice looking neighborhood, you know throw a picture up and and be like here here's where we are here's what we look like you know you can come here and you're not going to get mugged because to me as a you know 20 something woman that's important to me no that's a good point so how do people do it okay um google 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 wow um i think i like that google (laughs) reminds me of peanut chocolate okay so go to google.com slash local and then there you can um submit your your listing to the local business center right and if you have your address on your web page you'll also get 
picked up for local queries, but you don't get the benefit of having an actual local listing, listing um, which is, I think, a real problem. Mm-hmm. You know, it you you just get so much better credibility when you've you know got a website and it's connected to a local business listing. You know, because then you can cross reference. There's obviously a, a chance for reviews on the local business listing that isn't isn't available on a lot of websites. Um, and really, it's just the the combination of the two is so much more powerful. Yeah, and getting back to that poor plumber that doesn't have a physical address, I, somebody's suggestion was go get a PO box because it's that important to have a, a physical address. Yeah, that a you PO box in your geographic area. Sure, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, that's a really great idea. And I mean, we should mention it's not just Google. Obviously, they're you know obvious always this 800 pound gorilla in any space but people do still use yahoo they do still use live search um they kind of use ask but ask city is dead so it doesn't matter yes and she's not at all bitter about it i am way bitter (laughs) i loved those tools (laughs) yeah so i guess ask city used to have a a really great type of tools to use or and I'm going to rant about this, even though, like, I'm the only person in the world who cares. They used to used to be able to draw, like, little boxes about around a geographical area and search inside that area, right? So if I have one friend who lives um, in Altadena, I live out in Ventura, and my other friend lives in Santa Monica, I can draw a triangle between those three points and search inside there and figure out what's going to be most central for the three of us to meet up. Mm. And I used it all the time because I do have friends all over the Southland, and it's and I was just devastated when they took it away. Eric Collier talked to me about it at San Jose, and I ranted at him a little bit, and he was like, "But nobody else used it, so apparently I'm the only one who misses it." That is really sad. Well, if I knew it existed, then I probably would have used it. Lisa and I tried to get the word out, but that was before Lisa gave up on Ask, and Ask gave up on everyone else. Um, so yeah, as Susan was mentioning, to submit your business to Yahoo Local, go to listings.local.yahoo.com. And for Live Search's local listing center, you can go to ssl.search.live.com slash listings slash listingcenter.aspx. It's probably easier just you to know, search for really it. You know, you really think they needed a vanity URL. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, yeah it, it's probably easier just to search for it. Right. Uh, Live Search Local Listing Center is go. the proper name. Right. Um, and despite... I don't know why Microsoft does this to itself, but Virtual Earth, which they will often talk about it that way at conferences and things like that and maps.live.com same product yeah i i was you know just looking into the different map services and i was able to find a virtual earth microsoft page but to actual that, that was just like the description for businesses like here's what your business will get out of it and da, 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 but it wasn't the actual service itself and so when i went to virtualearth.com it redirected me to live search maps and i was like yeah why split the branding like that i don't know it's microsoft and now is this a duplicate content issue no it's a it's a full-on 301 redirect but it's just a branding fail (laughs) yeah that's weird somebody if you if you know of of some mistake that i made or something or have a thought about that send send your your uh comment in please yeah yeah and on that note that is it for this week's show Thanks to Webmaster Radio for producing SEM Synergy. I want to remind our listeners to send all kinds of questions, including whether or not we're wrong about this branding fail thing, 
um, to synergy at bruceclay.com. This is Susan asking you to come back from next week for more industry insights and experts. You can also visit synergy.com for more info on this week's guest and topics. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. Yeah.